welcome to Snack Impact. I'm your host, Bobby Ann, and today I'm joined by Eric, the VP of Sales of Van Holden's Pickles. Eric, thank you for coming to talk about snacks with us today. Oh, you're welcome. It's great to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here, and I'm excited to talk about pickles with you. Uh, you know, pickles are a very polarizing snack. You either love them or hate them. There's really no in-between when it comes to pickles. But uh, me personally, I'm a pickle lover. I actually lost my first tooth on a homemade pickle pop. So <laughs> you guys can fact okay. that fact check that with my mom. Uh, okay. But you guys actually have your own version of a pickle pop called Pickle Ice. Whose ingenious idea was that? Well, I would say it is, we did not invent it. Obviously, you chip the tooth on a homemade pickle pop. So a lot of people say, you guys invent it. No, we didn't. Uh, it's been going on forever. People have been making it at home. There are other companies doing that. And uh, yeah, I spend a ton of time out in the field. I spend a ton of time with retailers, with wholesalers. When I'm out on business trips, I will just roam grocery stores. I will walk around malls and, and look for ideas. And, you know, really it, one day it hit me when I was having lunch with our broker in Alabama. He said, I went to the state baseball tournament and they were, it was hot and they were selling 25 cent pickle pops like crazy. So, so that was really the idea of, we have a pickle factory, so we have a ton of pickle juice, right? And, uh, I'm sure you have a little just there. Yeah, yeah. So it, it took a lot of me prodding and poking and pushing at production and, and, and our owner. But, uh, you know, we, we did roll it out and it's been a great product. It's our fastest growing product as a percentage of sales. Understandably so. Pickle Pops are definitely a Southern staple, but I think um, with the assistance of you guys, it has become a national trend for sure. I remember when you guys launched Pickle Ice, it was everywhere. You could not get on Instagram without seeing it. It was everywhere. You guys did such a good job with that. I think it's because you guys have an interesting spin on it. So it's not just a popsicle. You actually have like the easy open pouch and you have the added electrolytes too. So it's kind of yeah. a, a mix of like a sports drink, but also a pickle pop. <laughs> well, and it's really our ability to market it as a very established pickle company. So the pickle in a pouch is set up with major grocery distributors, major convenience store distributors. We're at a lot of trade shows. So we're not just kind of coming out of nowhere with this item. And, you know, really it's one writer. I think it's Candace Braun Davidson is her name. She was with Delish at the time. I met her at a trade show floor. She took a, a picture of it and put it on the Delish Instagram. I had the Today Show calling me. I had it was we were running out at the factory. We couldn't keep Amazon in stock. And yeah, yeah. So we, we owe Candace a lot just from that one <laughs> little uh, tweet or Instagram that took us off. Well, shout out Candace, because I I mean honestly, like I think it was what, twenty eighteen when you guys launched Pickle Eyes? Yeah, I think, it was, yeah, man, it was everywhere. It really was. Uh, but that's, that's really interesting the way that you guys have put a spin on that. And, you know, pickles kind of seem like just if you were unfamiliar with the snack industry, pickles seem like they would be a very one note product. But Van Holtens has really taken it to the next level. You guys are a pickle lovers utopia. You have so many different varieties. You have the pickle ice and now you guys have mixers and you have a variety of different flavors. It is no wonder that you guys have been in business for over 120 years at this point. Uh, do you personally have a go-to flavor that you love? Uh, or are you pickled out at this point? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I do take a couple days off. Uh, I, I would say I really, I, I'm a cyclist. 
And uh, I really like to either take our hot or our tapatio pickle in a pouch and uh, eat that like halfway through a 40 mile ride. Uh, yeah, so I love the spicy stuff. So I'll always, uh, you know, whether pickles or anything else, um, and, and I think everyone loves spicy stuff. So that's why the Tapatio collaboration was very fun. I bet. And so you have the Tapatio collaboration, but you also have a couple different varieties of spicy pickles themselves. How do those compare? Uh, I would say our hot pickle and the hot mama, those are our two that we've had. A really same flavor. A lot of people get confused by that. Uh, those are just straight oh. up bite you hot. Uh, the Tapatio has a little more subtle kind of garlic flavor and was really a ton of flavor matching and a lot of shipping samples back and forth to California with the Tapatio family. Uh, so, you know, it was our best uh, judge of what a, uh, a Tapatio pickle would taste like. Mm. Well, I think you guys have nailed it. It is definitely not something that would probably be canon for a lot of people. You wouldn't think like, oh, those would definitely go together. But I think they really melted together well. Um, I actually had tried it out not too long ago because I, I saw one, I think it was at 7-Eleven. And I was like, that yep. is just too interesting not to try. <laughs> so I, you guys really did a good job with like kind of balancing out the flavors because, you know, a lot of food collaborations, sometimes you can get too heavy with one side. and and then it just turns into like some other monster. But, but you guys, it's really, really well balanced. You still get like the pickly flavor that you love, but it's not overpowered by the sauce. It's really delicious. So that's, that's interesting how you guys um, kind of differentiate those. But you are right. Those spicy pickles are no joke. <laughs> They're really not, but I'm, I'm a spicy pickle lover. Um, I really, my like go-to brunch drink is uh, Bloody Mary's and you really can't have a good Bloody Mary without like a spicy pickle. Um, and we do, we do a lot of like homemade, well, recently because brunching has not been as popular in the year 2020. <laughs> uh, but you know, we're spicy pickles are always our go-to. So um, your spicy pickles are definitely top notch. If you're a spice lover, definitely hot mama is the way to go, but just don't catch yourself off guard with that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a bite. Yes. And so speaking of Hot Mama and Garlic Joe and all of that, um, these are actually characters that you guys associate with your pickles. Uh, where, do your, where do your characters come from? How do you decide what characters go with what pickle? You know, it, it's a funny story. It's a little bit before my time. I've been with the company a little over 10 years now. So Big Papa Hot Mama are slightly older than that uh, as far as their birth dates. But, uh, you know, funny story is uh, the, the, the owner of the company, Steve, and his father, the Burns family that own Van Holtens now, he had referred to his dad as Pop. And uh, so years ago, we only sold uh, like one size of pickles, but we had these bigger, bigger cucumbers and said, hey, we could market these, we could market a larger size, and Big Papa was born. And uh, so Big Papa, Hot Mama, and it was really a say, you know, Mother Nature provides all different sized cucumbers. You know, every year the crop is different. Every bushel is a little bit different. Uh, so with the bigger ones, we just had some fun and it left the flavor profiles the same, but the merchandising uh, really worked out. And, you know, Big Papa has been very popular, especially at concession venues, movie theaters, zoos, 
uh, theme parks, places like that. Uh, it's, it's worked really well uh, in that venue, as well as many other retail venues. I agree. I think that you really, I mean, Big Papa is kind of a summertime staple. I don't think you really think about going to a concession stand or a football game or a park without thinking about that just like giant individually wrapped pickle like that is just a staple that you really think about when you go to places like that so exactly. that it sounds like it was uh, meant to be for sure <laughs> and you guys are getting use of all sizes of the different cucumbers that you make so that's that's interesting to know that that's you know what the decision was behind that so with the different characters um what made you decide not to associate characters with your other products and just keep it narrow to the pickles themselves I, I have uh, had people say, you know, sometimes, you know, adults or someone just doesn't like the cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I have literally had major retail buyers say, I don't want a cartoony item on my shelf. Oh, that's so interesting. That it, 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 it would surprise you kind of who has said that and how that's come across. So uh, the, the different sizes and different branding has worked out well because we have different options. So it's, uh, I mean, Big Pop is kind of our, our unofficial mascot and is part of you know, for all our broker reps, all our employees. Now he's our guy, hot mama the same, but uh, it's some people don't want that, so they don't have to have it. <laughs> That's interesting, but definitely sounds like a smart choice. <laughs> um, me, I don't mind it at all. I love the characters. I think they're fun and zany, and I think that they just bring a lot of character to, you know, the, the product itself. I think that that would be a little more attractive to most people, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely love the characters that you guys have. But back to Hot Mama. So we know that, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but Hot Mama is really like crazy spice. So it's definitely probably not the most kid-friendly product, right? Um, I have seen all over the place that people do these hot pickle challenges with Hot Mama. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, it, I think it is something that, you know, the daring each other eat it, it, it doesn't hurt our sales. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, dill is a dominant number one for us. So the, the standard dill pickle, which Classic. is Big Papa's flavor is, is the number one seller. But, you know, I have, I have teenage children and I've noticed with my daughter and her friends that they're eating a lot of spicy food, whether it's, Takis or flaming hot Cheetos, and uh, you know, when I was that age, when I was in my teens, none of us were doing that. But I think it's it's fit just the, the the spicy flavor profile across all snacks. I agree. I agree. I again, I'm a spice lover, but that one, I would say that Hot Mama is definitely more of a an older <laughs> older experience. It's definitely not one that I would recommend to the kiddos to get started, but you guys do have a fantastic variety of different options. So um, there is really a pickle for everyone out there, for the pickle lovers that are listening. But even though Hot Mama is not kid-friendly, that does not mean that Ben Holton's products are not, um, especially since you guys are in collaboration with the Boys and Girls Club of America. Yeah, no, it's uh, the Boys and Girls Club. I was very involved and, and getting that together and, and really proud of that. I'm proud of the partnership uh, that we've had with them over the years. So where did that partnership blossom from? Yeah, it, it's an interesting story is we were getting ready to launch Pickle Ice. Uh, you know, we, we just knew we have pickle juice. We're going to turn it into a freeze pop. We had to come up with how we're going to brand it, how we're going to position it. And we knew that obviously, as to your story, being a child and trying a pickle pop, uh, that we were going to get a lot of kids. 
Uh, that's how we were going to market it to. We we're going after the kids. And we were really one Friday afternoon just kind of bouncing around. What are different marketing ideas? What are different partnership ideas that, that you know, we could reach out to kids? We talked about basketball leagues or something like that. And our owner said, what about boys? something like Boys and Girls Club? So that was a Friday afternoon. It was the owner, myself, Steve, the owner, and a marketing coordinator that was with us at the time, three of us just kicking ideas around. Well, the funny thing is, is I went to a church that Sunday and the CEO from the local Boys and Girls Club got up and gave the sermon that day. No and yeah, and talked about being active in the community and everything he was doing in the community. And uh, yeah, I, I just caught him outside and said, hey, I have this crazy idea. We sell pickles. We're going to sell pickle juice. We're looking for a partnership. And, you know, we uh, just said, you know, we love the Boys and Girls Club. And I was in his office with an appointment on Monday afternoon. Wow. So what perfect timing. What are the chances? That is a crazy, crazy coincidence. Well, I don't even know if that's a coincidence. It sounds like it was just meant to be. (laughs) Well, and Michael Johnson is the CEO of the Boys and Girls Club of Dane County, which is where I live and uh, which was where our owner lives as well. And, you know, he's, he always talks about being active and being out there. And I believe in that too. I, you know, returning your email or being at trade shows and meeting new people because you never know who you're going to bump into and what the benefits may be right then or down the road. And, uh, you know, for, for Michael, that w- it was a great meeting because it was a good fundraising opportunity for, for his branch and for Boys and Girls Club of America. Well, it sounds like that partnership has gone really well since then. I sh- am sure that they appreciate everything that you guys contribute. Um, so how does that partnership work? How is it that Van Holtens contributes to the Boys and Girls Club? Is it through fundraisers or is it product sales? What What is that collaboration? So it, it, it's essentially like a signage contract. It's the ability to use their logo on all of our packaging. So we signed uh, we signed a deal with them for a number of years and, uh, and I apologize. Apologize, I can get you the number later. Uh, you know, we we donate. Uh, I believe it's around thirty-three thousand dollars a year uh, to the Boys and Girls Club of America uh, for the right to use their signage. And uh, yeah, you know, what it, what it does for us is it Boys and Girls Club is, and I, I can't remember the study. Forbes magazine did it. It's 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 a little older study. It might be 2014, 2015. But they did brand recognition and and not just brand recognition, but positive emotions about a brand. And uh, Boys and Girls Club was up there in the top five with brands like Apple. Uh, So people have very uh, emotive responses to the Boys and Girls Club. People have been through the program, uh, definitely do, or just people that understand uh, that is providing a safer space, that is providing education opportunities. And so having that logo on our product is uh, I can't pin down exactly how many pickles we've sold or pickle ice we've sold because of that. Uh, but it's, it's definitely elicited positive response out of consumers, out of corporate buyers. So it really helps us. And, you know, for me, I am active in the Boys and Girls Club, uh, leading a team for their bike ride fundraiser and, you know, working locally. And what I like is that half of those funds stay right here in Dane County while the other half go to uh, the Boys and Girls Club of America. And that's really, uh, I tip my hat to, to Michael Johnson for 
you know, he's the one that worked that deal. And so he was able to use those funds to get more for, uh, for his local club. Wow, that's impressive. I, I really like that because in a lot of cases, when you're working with um, more of a larger scale program like that, a lot of times it does just go to a central hub and then gets redistributed. But knowing that it's actually working with your local community, um, I'm sure that's very comforting and, and very nice to actually be able to see where the benefit is going. That's really yeah, good to hear. We have actually, as a, as a company, we, you know, this summer is kind of crazy, so we didn't do it this summer, but uh, we've had an intern, a summer intern from the Boys and Girls Club, uh, a teenager oh. that had been that, who helped us with social media and some things like that. Uh, yeah, so that continuing that in-depth involvement has really been fun. You know, those those small little steps that you make um, early on in life, whether it's an internship or how whatever experience that you can get, that really does make a difference later on in life. Because um, you never, you know, especially in a time like this when jobs are a little scarce, like being able to have that opportunity to learn before you really get into the workforce or whatever it is, you know, if you want to start a nonprofit or whatever your focus is going to be, having that um, kind of test experience is really important, especially for younger people. So that's, that's amazing that you guys do that. I love to hear that. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's been fun. That's great. Well, kudos to you guys for offering up those opportunities. I know that's really important for a lot of people to be able to at least have the the option to do that. So with the Boys and Girls Club, um, you said you're involved yourself. What is a good way to get involved with the Boys and Girls Club? Oh, you know, there are uh, just mentorship opportunities. Um, you know, there, you know, what's really interesting now is uh, uh, locally, they've been doing a lot of, you know, food drive organizations. So uh, our Boys and Girls Club has connected with Second Harvest and Feeding America to, to distribute food out. Um, but, you know, from helping out after school uh, to doing some education programs, even here in our local branch, uh, we have business people from the credit union that opened up a credit union branch. Uh, so oh, wow. volunteers from the credit union can go help ch uh, children, young teens, uh, work on banking basics or financial literacy basics. So, you know, I would really say any skill you have that, you know, to contact your local branch, um, they're, they're always putting on clinics in the summertime. We've been involved in some of their flag football clinics uh, that they've brought some, you know, ex-NFL players or just local players around. And, um, you know, Michael locally, and I would say all the, the, the different CEOs and all the different leaders from the different divisions, the Boys and Girls Club is very creative and to seeing the needs that their community has and trying to plug those volunteers with those needs. Well, it sounds like it's very organized. It's very easy to get involved with, no matter what skill you have to contribute to whatever the cause is, uh, you know, education. I know tutoring is very helpful. So I know a lot of people right now have a little extra time on their hands and <laughs> schools are getting back started in a lot of areas around the country. Um, and I know <laughs> for a lot of kids who, uh, had a, a rough ending to the last school year. Um, you know, a lot of kids actually did not even get to finish out their school year. Um, they just kind of 
stopped going. <laughs> so I know that this upcoming school year is going to be a little more difficult. So if you have opportunities to help tutor or contribute your time, I think that's fantastic advice um, because you really cannot have enough help when it comes to situations like that. So whatever your skill is, if you can donate your time for that, please do get in contact with your local Boys and Girls Club because that will be very helpful. You can never have enough hands-on people when it comes to programs like that. For someone who has actually been involved with your social initiative from the very introduction of Boys and Girls Club and Ben Holton's partnership, um, what, what are some things that you've learned along the way? And can you give us a tip to business owners who might want to begin um, introducing a social initiative into their business? You know, uh, it, it is definitely something that can bring a lot of positive publicity to your company. It is uh, with, with the right partnership and, and the right communication with the partner, it can do a lot of good things for the company. But, you know, first, you really have to start with, is this something as a business owner, as a business leader that, that you believe in? Uh, if you're just going to pick a charity off the shelf, and there are a lot of great charities that I'm not involved in at all that I don't know about, so I'm not knocking them. You, you know, it's not, it would help to, to give money to any of these charities, but you know, choose something that, that you believe in. And, you know, for us, uh, for Steve Burns, for the owner and myself, uh, I think Steve's, I'll paraphrase his, he goes, if we don't sell a single pickle because of this, I won't feel bad about any of this money and, and where it goes. Yeah, so we believed in Boys and Girls Club and we're, and we're willing to uh, invest in their cause. So if that comes first, uh, then being able to, you know, capitalize, and have your business benefit from this is just going to be that much more true and that much easier for you to for you to act upon. And you know, when you do it, you, you just build it into part of who you are. Um, it's just part of you talking about your product. Uh, your product is a single serve snack. Your product is easy to merchandise. So your product is keto friendly, or your product is uh, part of supporting the Boys and Girls Club of America. It's just one of those pieces. That is a really smart tip, especially for business owners who may be on the fence about whether or not they want to um, introduce a social initiative. And um, when, if they're, you know, kind of doing some research about which ones they want to involve, I think that is a very smart tip to, to have because um, it really does have to make sense with your business. Um, if it doesn't really connect on both sides, then it's not going to connect for your customers either. Um, you know, it's going to be confusing for people who are shopping around. You know, it, it needs to make sense. It needs to trigger some type of um, emotion and, and, you know, encourage that. Um, and if it's, if it's not a right pair, then it's really not going to benefit you as much as you want it to, um, which means it's also not going to benefit the cause that you're working towards. And also, too, I, I totally agree that you have to be wholeheartedly in with it. You can't just pick one off the shelf and be like, oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing good now. Um, you have to be really involved with it. You have to actually believe in what you are contributing to. Because um, if you don't believe it, again, your followers, your customers are also not going to be in on it. So thank you for sharing that tip. I think that's really important to hear. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah, so this has been really great. I have loved talking about pickles. Again, pickles are one of my favorite go-to snacks. Um, I love them in every form, fried and in Bloody Marys and all of the above. Um, but where is the best place to shop for Ben Holton products? Yeah, we are in wide distribution around all 50 states in the, in the U.S. Uh, if, I, if I list top retailers that you would know, uh, Walmart, 
uh, often, and not every single Walmart, but most Walmarts at the register stand, you'll find a big papa there as a snack that you can uh, impulse purchase uh, instead of or in addition to the candy bar. Uh -huh. <laughs> so that's an option there for you. Uh, we sell at 7-Eleven. Uh, we'll sell at a lot of Sam's Clubs, Circle K convenience stores uh, around the country. And uh, we're even, I'm very excited to announce that we're, I'm, I'm not sure when it hits the shelves, but we're even going to be on military bases around the United States through DACA. Oh, military. that's yeah. perfect. We are actually a military family, so oh, okay. I'll be looking out for those on base. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be every, I'm waiting for the official paperwork, but I, and even international too. And it will be the, the pickle ice, so the pickle flavored freeze pop. Oh, perfect. Those are going to go over great with the military guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be great. And, and it's, it's unique too. Yeah, it's such a fun product and it's 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 easy to merchandise our pickle ice and our pickles. You'll even find it at uh, places like Tractor Supply and Family Video. Uh, oh. So it's definitely a, a diverse uh, a diverse retail base that we service. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are everywhere and very easy to find. So I don't think anybody listening will have a problem finding a Ben Holton's pickle product. Whether you're a spicy lover or you're looking for those pickle pops, they'll be easy to find. Um, are there also online shopping options? Yes, uh, we are on Amazon and Walmart.com as well. Perfect. So all of you that have gotten used to ordering everything off Amazon over the last few months, like myself, um, it's accessible that way too. So that's good to know. Um, where is the best way that we can connect with you guys? All our social media handles are at Pickle in a Pouch. Uh, so it's just Pickle in a Pouch. And, you know, and we're on only. Instagram, we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, etc. And we're at vanholtonpickles.com is our website. So that is a great place to connect with us as well. Perfect. So we'll have all that information in the show notes for you guys. It will be easy to find. Just go to the show notes and you'll be able to click on any of that information if you want to connect with them on social media or you want to go ahead and order yourself a pickle pop, uh, pickle ice. Um, from Van Holtons, you'll be able to find that very easily. And of course, look out for all of that information over the next two weeks as well on our social media. We're going to be talking all about Van Holtons for the next two weeks. So you will have your pickle fill over the next couple of weeks. Um, Eric, thank you so much for being on and talking about pickles with us. My absolute pleasure. It was nice talking to you about Van. Thanks for listening. You can find all of the information discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Just visit snackandpatchpodcast.com. To continue the snack conversation, find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Snack Impact Pod.